This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Welcome into the action line from WGNS. This morning we are focusing on the city of Murfreesboro. So if you have questions, make sure that they are dealing with Murfreesboro. And you can call us at 615-893-1450. Makes it so easy. Just give us a shout on the phone. 615-893-1450. We're ready for those calls right now. Or you can text us. Just do us a favor. If you're driving to work or driving somewhere, don't text us while you're moving. Uh, Pull over to the side of the road and text us. From the Murfreesboro City Council this morning, Kurt Wade is with us. Kurt, good morning to you. Good to have you with us today. Yes, sir. Is this uh, sort of colder than than you're used to? I mean, this is... It's not horrible out there. It's not horrible. Uh, it's. I think it's in the 40s. Uh, yeah. They're saying tomorrow, you know, it may be, be the high in, yeah. in the 30s or a little bit lower in that. So um, I, I'm not going to complain. No. <laughs> now, I will say dealing with the weather, our friends over at Greenhouse Ministries this morning told us that their food distribution set for Saturday, they have postponed that because it's supposed to be really cold on Saturday. I, I don't think we're going to get any of the bad weather. Thank goodness for that. But uh, temperatures uh, will be, you know, in the teens. In so. the teens. That's exactly what I heard. I think this morning they were saying somewhere around Kentucky they're they're supposed to be getting some ice and snow. Uh, we're not supposed to get maybe just some black ice, uh, just a little bit, but not just a touch. So if you want to go see some snow and stuff, you can drive to it, then come back to the area without it. That would be the call. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Murfreesboro City Council is going to be getting together with one of their workshops around 1130 this morning over at the beautiful new Murfreesboro Airport. Tell us about some of the things on the topics. Uh, I think one of the things that we're we're just going to review and see what we got going on um, already. Uh, One of the things I want to just uh, mention is uh, the city issued... um, 2,000 residential unit uh, permits in 2020, and um, this was all during the COVID, um, and and I think that says a lot for our city and how we're growing, and it also says a lot that um, people still want to continue to come here and uh, build, whether it's commercial or residential. So how does that compare to other years? Is it up is it uh, it's, is it it's, it's right on par it's it's a little bit higher but so um, so that that's phenomenal it's, it's excellent yeah 
So, and we've been doing that, uh, from what I've heard, uh, so far in 2021, we've been in the same same area. Yeah, we're in the same area. And, and uh, you know, knock on wood, uh, we've been blessed that uh, this area has continued to grow. And I think as we continue to grow, we just want to make the uh, right decision on what's best for Murfreesboro uh, when, we, when we do make uh, good quality decisions for our city. Now, some of the things that you're talking about, good quality decisions, I was looking over the agenda for the workshop this morning, and one of the things is what to do with the proceeds from the sale of Murfreesboro Electric. Uh, I don't guess you're running any short, uh, you're not short on ideas of way to spend the money, are you? Uh, I'm sure we we get calls all the time about how to spend the money. And one of the things I've said from the get-go from this sale is um, let's set this thing up sort of like the Christie Houston Foundation. It might not be exactly like it, but I want it to be somewhat something similar because they have shown us a pattern of how to – keep money and how to make sure money lasts for a extended period of time and that's what we want to do is to make sure that the next generation of city council people have money to spend on our city as as we move forward so you would set it up as a way where it can through its interest keep itself growing keep itself growing and that's and that's the whole intent now how much money did you ever get a final figure because i know it was sort of fluctuating uh, there toward the last uh what what is our final number that you're going to put into this uh into this budget we we haven't made that decision yet uh, i think uh, that i mean but you have it's not a decision but have you gotten your total amount that is coming in on the sale uh we have but i don't know that number oh okay yes yes <laughs> okay. i don't i can i can say i i got a close figure but i'd rather not say i want to have the right number okay yeah we have a, a text here from a listener, and they are saying that uh, it made sense to sell Murfreesboro Electric. There has been some discussion about uh, possibly selling the water department to CUD and also uh, letting the Rutherford County School System take over Murfreesboro City Schools. Uh, how does the council feel about those two? Uh, I can... Uh say that we have not had discussions on selling the water department i think i need to say that again we have not had discussions on selling the water department or we have not had discussions on uh doing a school school merger at all okay yeah. and you, you said that twice so other people other than I, this I th- person must have said that too. yeah i think there's talk in the community because of the sale with med i think people are thinking that we're trying to sell off uh, entities and that's just not the case um and i think what what we learned from the med sale what we're what we sold was it was the right time and the right opportunity to make a good investment and i think it's going to be a long-term investment good investment for our city you know we think middle tennessee electric they've been good partners with our in our city for years over 80 years and we think they will continue to do the same thing very good uh let's go back to your meeting this day starting at 11:30 this morning the workshop and that's over at the murfreesboro airport uh, what a, a great entrance to the community that is, and what a statement the city has made with that beautiful new terminal, which uh, is now officially open. Uh, and and, and what, what are some of the things you've been hearing 
from people who fly into the Murfreesboro Airport, uh, say, to look at opportun- business opportunities here? Well, I think the one thing is we've n- we've not put any money, a, a significant amount of money, into the airport in a long time, and this and it shows. I mean, it's a great looking airport when you drive into it. It's a great grand entrance, and what we're trying to do is build our airport to continue to let it grow. Uh, we know that surrounding counties have. I mean, I can say Smyrna has a very nice airport. We eventually, I'm not saying we want to be smarter, but we want to get to where smarter's done with their airport. And I think we're on the right track to get there. And if you go out there, you got new hangars uh, that we're talking about designing now. Uh, I think it's uh, it's that c- capacity, but we still we had a waiting list on hangars, and that's that's good news. And I think uh, a lot of people that fly in and fly out, they're they're ecstatic about the changes that we've made out there. I know in talking with Chad Gerke, who is the manager at the Murfreesboro Airport, he said that uh, it's the pilots sometime who determine whether or not they fly into Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Nashville, or what have you. Uh, and, and, and so it's the amenities at the airport for the pilots exactly that sometimes determines whether those people first see Murfreesboro or somewhere else. And I think Chad is uh, ecstatic about the changes and the new operation that they have out there. And I think the one thing is, and I can say, it's sort of like Chad's got a new candy store out there, <laughs> and he's, he's elated about uh, what he can give out at the candy store. It's exciting to yeah, see it is. that. It I, is. I know as a kid we used to go over and watch the airplanes land and take off. That's still just as popular. Uh, families love to do that. Families do it all the time. I've done it with my boys. It's just a great opportunity for they can see something up close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are there any plans on, uh, I know Nashville Airport has uh, some pretty good restaurants inside. Uh, and it used to have quite a few outside where the public would come and eat on a regular basis. Any plans on uh, having a restaurant there? We we hadn't got that far yet, but you know I think as we continue to grow and the airport continues to grow, I think there might be an opportunity for that to happen. I mean, it's it's certainly easy to get to, and it's in the growing part of town. It's easy to get to, easy access, and that would be a tremendous value to our community as well. You know, you could you could sit there and eat and watch planes fly in and fly out. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, that must be your phone. I could hear it on the. <laughs> yeah, that's <what> <laughs> it's vibrated. <laughs> I thought, what was that? <laughs> I was looking too. I was like, what is that? <laughs> strange sound on the radio. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, that's that's going to be some exciting things in the future for Murfreesboro Airport. You, you got another building about to start too out there, don't you? Yes, yes, and I and I think uh, we're in the process of just now getting that started. And and like I said, we're in the process of looking what what what's the best need at the airport. And I think from hearing from the community, you know, we're we're in the looking at looking for more hangars to be built in the near future. And and like I said, we're we're just now touching the tip of the iceberg and looking forward to the opportunities that that airport presents itself. By the way, our phone number, if you have a question, is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. And uh, here is a text from a listener who's concerned about our Internet. They say that the slow speed, there are slowdowns, it seems, as more people get on the Internet. 
and it seems like there are more slowdowns these days. I guess people are home yes. with COVID-19 and uh, or home uh, just period working from home uh, and more more stress on the home systems. Uh, but they say we only have two choices. There's not a whole lot of competition. Uh, are there plans to allow other providers in Murfreesboro? Uh, this is the first uh, I've heard about it, uh, Internet being slow. You know, I, I would suggest uh, I'll bring that up to our staff, uh, but I also would suggest that uh, you contact your provider, too. I think those are the two components of uh, are really they're dealing with the service and the aspect of that but i will check and see okay and the person has sent us back another one saying that uh, one of the providers that does not uh, offer service in rutherford county but has its headquarters in murfreesboro uh, is not available here but uh, you hear so many good things about their service about the cost efficiency of it the low price and the speed of it, uh, why can't we have them since their home office is in Murfreesboro? Who's that provider? I don't know. They didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> if we could find out who that provider is, uh, we, I will check into that. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> send us an email yeah. back telling us who that is. All yeah. right. Uh, our phone number is 615-893-1450. Another listener says, I thought that voucher schools were allowed only in Davidson and Shelby County. Now they're requesting entry into Rutherford County, taking money away from our already budget-stretched public education could be a killer. What can you do to resolve this one? That's new to me, too. I didn't know that we we had started doing vouchers here in Rutherford County. Well, we haven't, but there's there's a school. uh, They're saying that there's a school wanting to build Build in Rutherford County. Um, Just like I said, uh, I'm a component of public schools. I think that's where, you know, we need to spend our money and make sure that we we have quality public schools. And, And I think if we can continue to concentrate on that, but it's not to say that we're not we want we wouldn't want another school to come into our community. We're always looking for a great better opportunities for our kids. But that's something that uh, council would have to bring up and uh, and especially with the school board and then have further discussions on the vouchers. So with this uh, company or, or school, it's a company, I guess. Yeah. Uh, wanting to put uh, a voucher school in this area. Uh, they would have to be approved by the council, or is this a state issue? Well, they, I think it had to be approved. I'm not for sure, but I think it had to be approved by the school board uh, and then by the state. All righty. Yeah. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. You can talk or text on that number, 615-893-1450. Kurt Wade is with us from the Murfreesboro City Council. We'll be back after we check on the traffic and weather. See if it's getting any better over there around uh, I-24 and Joby Jackson Parkway. We bring people to know you, and you know them. People like Truman Jones. Weekday mornings at 9, only on WGNS. AM, AM, FM, FM, online. 
Good morning. Still working this wreck out here on 24 westbound. It's going to be Joby Jackson. It happened late last night. It looks like an 18-wheeler rear-ended another 18-wheeler that was parked. And again, it's a mess. they got a mess to clean up for a while here on 24 westbound at Joby Jackson. You can get her up through there if people would stop staring and rubbernecking. Again, that's why it's slower than normal coming through that part of Rutherford County. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken, 5814 Noldensville Pike. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. A few spotty rain showers here this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies high in the mid-50s. Winds out of the northwest between 5 and 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 41. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. If I could talk to the animals. At Animal City, we're pet lovers and pet parents too. So we keep our store stocked with a variety of items to help you and your pets have a better day. This is Amanda at Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. We have an extensive selection of quality products to delight pets of most species and the people who love them. We are happy to put our 30 years of pet experience to work for you. Animal City is at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. Rutherford County's place to talk. It is important that we honor our American veterans every day. That's why Family Staffing Solutions takes great pride in saluting our local veterans here in Rutherford County. Veterans, we thank you and your story matters to us. Family Staffing Solutions, stay independent at home and in charge. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. James Deck was an officer in the U.S. Air Force, known by friends and family as J.D. I got assigned to carry the electronics into this little base for perimeter lighting, and another airplane was bringing the poles. So when we went in there, it was hot, and that turned all the lights off on the airplane, all the lights off on the base, and the little tar pit, tar things that you used to see around the highways, little black canister. That's what we landed on on a rough runway. J.D. details his encounter with General William Westmoreland. They had to come lead us by the hand. At the time, Vietnam had reached a peak of 535,000 personnel of United States military forces in Vietnam. So I get there, get my crew there, I've got to see the highest ranking person. So they take me long ways down to this building, and you could see a glimmer of light clearing the back. I said, go down there, we are not going with you. I said, okay. So I get down there, and the closer I got, the more stars I saw. And Westmoreland was sitting there with all of his crew. I said, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> and I said, we were supposed to bring your perimeter lighting. Yes. I said, well, I brought my hat, but the other plane isn't here. And he said, well, I want to thank you for what you brought. He was right there. He was amongst us. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. 
Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran-owned. Fast and available 24-7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts. This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. We are back, and we're taking questions and comments this morning. We're focusing on the city of Murfreesboro, and from the Murfreesboro City Council, Kurt Wade is with us, 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450, and the Murfreesboro City Council does have a workshop meeting starting at 1130 this morning. Over at the Murfreesboro Airport. Now, when we say the airport, they have a the new facility has some beautiful new meeting rooms, and I guess you're encouraging the public to use those meeting rooms. You can schedule public meetings there, uh, just phenomenal meetings, uh, and and they have all sorts of audio visual equipment there. Yep, I would call Chad Gerke uh, to see what uh, what he can do for you. Now, one of the things that uh, is on the agenda, I guess, to discuss a little today and also at the City Council meeting uh, tomorrow evening is the renaming of Mercury Boulevard. Tell us a little about that and how it all came about. This actually uh, came about about two to three years ago. Um, uh, We had a a citizen in our community named Tommy Vong, and the NAACP had approached our mayor about uh, just naming a street after uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. And I think it didn't get any traction, didn't go anywhere, and someone had asked me about it uh, last year. We just had a lot of stuff going on with MED, uh, our director Scoo's passing, and so I said, you know what? I think it'd be appropriate to bring it up this year, and I thought this being Black History Month, this, this would be appropriate time to bring it up. And I did a little research, um, found out that most all majority of major cities have a Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard, even in the state of Tennessee. Uh, Nashville has a Dr. Martin Luther King. Memphis has one. Chattanooga has one. And even Jackson, Tennessee. And so just started uh, to drive around uh, with some of the staff and look at possible places to put a uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Boulevard. And uh, after driving around and just much debating, uh, I felt that uh, Mercury Boulevard was the perfect place uh, it's in our it's in, it's in our community. It's a thoroughfare through our city. So what we had proposed to the council, and all the council was on board, was starting at um, South Broad Street, right there at Mercury, and running it all the way down to South Relaford. And uh, we feel good about the proposal. We've got staff working on it. Um, we also did uh, random numbers. It was going to impact um, about. Uh, 400 homes or business within that area and so we we feel very good about what we propose uh staff is doing our homework right now and that should uh come to hopefully come back up uh within the next two or three weeks um to council and then we could um start the process of having it going through planning commission and um 
and getting this passed as soon as possible. Very good. Uh, and, and that area is getting some renovations on sidewalks and things of that sort, too. All of that is coming. And and just, you know, and I'll, I'll just bring this part up. You know, that, that area has been hit a little hard lately with the Kroger store announcing that there would be closing. But I think the good thing is there's opportunity for that area to continue to grow. I'd, I'd suggested to council, hey, can we find something to go in that uh, Kroger store? Can we find something to go in the shopping center that's across the street? And I think staff is diligently working on that opportunity, whether it's a, I mean, it could be a um, Dollar General grocery store or a mini Walmart whatever it may be, because we do understand that there are a lot of people uh, that walk to that Kroger, um, but we also understand Kroger coming and letting us know that this is their least performing store. We get it. It's all about it's all about the dollar when it comes to those corporations, but we also understand there's there's a, there's still a uh, community right there that that needs a grocery store in that area. Well, now that community has not gotten smaller. Over the years, now uh, Kroger has had two locations and never have been able to figure this out. They they <laughs> will build a location, and they'll have a store there and run it for you know, ten years or or longer. Then they'll move to another location a block away, build a new store, stay there for a while. Uh, you have two locations there: the one where Kroger currently is, yes. and the previous location where Kroger was. Yes is about two blocks toward MTSU on the same street. Uh, and that was vacant for a long time also. Uh, and, and and we've had several stores, grocery stores, in the uh, shopping center there, Mercury Plaza, uh, which is now mostly... Uh, Vacant, vacant, yeah, and and I think and like I said before, staff is trying to work and see if we can get uh, quality retail and commercial in that area going again. And you know, I can't speak for uh, Kroger, but what I can say is, um, you know, they had promised that they were going to do renovation, but but I think when you start opening up other stores, you forget about this store that's been there for a while. That may be some of the conditions that happen. I'm, I'm sure they may have declined in sales, uh, but I also understand, too, uh, I, I think that uh, Walmart coming on South Rutherford may have hurt them a little bit as well. But uh, Kroger said they're going to continue to invest in our community, and, and we gotta, we, we're, we're just taking their word. Now, you mentioned Dollar General Store. Doesn't Dollar General Store have some of those mid-size grocery stores in some smaller communities, uh, s- similar to what yeah. Walmart has. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm referring to. I think that's, uh, you know, that's an idea and that's an opp- opportunity to see if, if they would come into that neighborhood. I think it'd be perfect um, to really keep that area going and get a grocery store in there. So either, I mean, we don't care what grocery, what brand of grocery store it is, but we, we'd like to have a grocery store within uh, the next year or so in there. Now, you were talking about also trying to encourage some expansion into the Mercury uh, Plaza shopping center, which is now getting, used to be the highlight of shopping in Murfreesboro. There was Harvey's there, uh, and then just grocery stores, a big discount store, and now all of that's gone. 
Yeah, and I, and I think just like any other shopping center, they have their woes. They go they go up and go down. We just got to maintain and keep looking for the right opportunity to maintain those shopping centers. Because if you if you go down Broad Street, you you can see a couple of shopping centers that have uh, revitalized themselves, remodeled, oh, yeah. and they're very very nice now. And so I think we that's the same thing that could happen in that area as well. The one where uh, Kmart used K- to be the big lot, the big lot store. Yeah. Uh, they're very, doing a very, great very job. nice. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the same thing that can happen in that area as well. So it just takes the owner of the facility to decide, hey, we're not going to die. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna start making this place upscale. Yep. And you see it happening. Uh, got an email on our text message rather on that uh, provider, the internet provider. It's called Spectrum. 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 Okay. And they're on Broadmoor Boulevard, uh, which is a strip. Uh, office center uh, right behind uh, uh, several restaurants there. Okay, I will uh, check on that. So, but now th- that's just an office. I don't think they offer they don't offer their service here in Murfreesboro, but uh, the person said they've got some pretty good deals. Okay. Uh, our phone number to text numbers to is 615-893-1450. Uh, we've already gotten this one, but the person's asking about yeah, I will cover it again because they weren't listening, evidently. Is business and residential construction still strong in Murfreesboro? And you answered that, but you ought yes. to share it again. Uh, Tell me what, share, share it again because they didn't hear it. Okay. What I, what, Uh-oh, residential construction. Oh, yes. Residential uh, construction is very strong here in Murfreesboro. Uh, we, we have not had any lapse or... Um, uh, fallen off at any step along the pandemic, uh, and and we're very fortunate that has happened. Uh, I want to go back to um, also Murfreesboro Housing Authority is currently doing a study of redevelopment over off of Mercury Courts and Parkside Housing uh, that area as well. So, like I said, we are uh, looking into invest into. Um, Mercury Boulevard, revitalizing it, making it look a little bit more be- better. And so um, there's there's going to be a, a lot of opportunities. And I think that would be an opportunity if they see we're doing something, we're spending money for that area, that um, they'd put another grocery store in that area. Now, you've done one renovation over there uh, to, uh, if you're looking at the front of uh, the Patterson Community Center, you've done a renovation to the left of that. So the next renovation is to the right. Of to the Patterson right. City? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and you're doing that presently over behind uh, the uh, Oakland's Park. Oakland Park, yes, yes. And that's that's something that's uh, been in the works for a couple of years now, and it's just now taken off. Uh, Murfreesboro Housing Authority is over that, and they've done an excellent job. And it's just providing a better opportunity mm-hmm. for those residents mm-hmm. over there. And it's going to be apartment-like accommodations, but it's still going to be owned by the Housing Authority. Here's a, a listener question, and this one is dealing with that issue. Uh, they're wondering, where are the people going when they are displaced with their old homes being torn down to make way for new facilities? I think what has happened in the in the past over there, they've been replaced, put in other units that they have vacant. And then once their units are uh, fully done, they're moved back into their units. Okay. Uh, and this brings a, a new pride in community, I guess. It does. It does. And so uh, the new facilities, instead of being the brick 
structures that uh, look like public housing. These new ones have color. They have uh, they're style vibrant. to yeah. them. They're, they're, they're vibrant. They're not on the same, uh, same platform as the brick housing. It's, it's totally different. And and we're, we're we're and the whole intent is not to make them look like public housing. Make them look like standard housing. We have a question now. This one dealing with uh, COVID nineteen. They say COVID nineteen is a major concern. What do you personally feel could be done to reduce the problem of COVID nineteen, the coronavirus? And they also say I heard from a friend. <laughs> which <laughs> that's not always reliable, <laughs> that uh, shots are being offered, the COVID shots are being offered at Beckman Pharmacy and possibly other places other than the old State Farm building. Uh, is that true? And uh, how many more places will there be? I think the, um, I think the word has gotten out that um, the pharmacies are receiving the vaccine, and I think you still have to go through the standard protocol. I don't know exactly how that works, but I think Beckman has the uh, order of protocol that they have to follow. And uh, But that is a true statement, and uh, I think if you want more information, call your local pharmacy just to see if they have it. But I still think it's set up with the same protocol. I think right now we're at 70 and up uh, are providing shots for those at that age. So do you still have to go through the same process going through the state or county I, to I, get signed up? I think, I, I'm not for sure, but I think if you call Beckman, and they can set you up at their facility. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. It's it's a lot easier it's a lot to easier. talk to a person. Yeah. Than yeah. to try to figure it out through the internet. Yeah. And and you know and and unfortunately, um, you know this this virus has come on uh, with the quickness, and we we have not developed a good plan nationwide of how to facilitate this vac- vaccine. And and I think we eventually we will get there. Here's another question from a listener, and this one uh, deals with first impressions counting. I see it seems that there's more litter on the streets than ever before. They don't know what in the world is happening, whether it's blowing out of the backs of trucks or uh, if people are just throwing it out their windows. (laughs) This gives a bad first impression. What can be done? litter on the streets and i i I, say i think i've noticed that too yeah well i tell you what i'll i will do i will uh, call codes department and i will have them check that out and if if you see an area of town where there's a lot of litter and trash uh being uh offset i would suggest that you call our codes department or call the city and they'll put you in the with the codes department and we will uh, try to get that corrected okay uh, another text here says, I know that people feel that we have traffic problems, but they should try other towns. They are much more crowded, but I do think we have aggressive driving problems. I hadn't heard this viewpoint <laughs> before. What can be done to reduce aggressive driving? If you feel that uh, you've seen a lot of aggressive driving in certain areas, just like I said, you know, call uh, give call our police department and just say, hey, there's a lot of aggressive driving on um, X Y Z Street, and I think uh, we will get someone out there to see if there's a problem. We're going to pause for just a moment here, check on the weather and the traffic once again, and we'll continue the conversation focusing on the city of Murfreesboro. City Council Member Kurt Wade is our guest this morning. 
Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. An exclusive look at Rutherford County weather from our own meteorologist. WGNS Weather Eye Forecast is on FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. I'm Dr. O, and I welcome you to meet our compassionate team at Amaville Farms Family Dentistry. Come check out our new patient special. We're located just off of I-24 on Amaville Road. Amaville Farms Family Dentistry. Come feel the Amaville Farms difference. Hi, this is Tyler with Bell Jewelers, inviting you to come shop with us. Valentine's is fast approaching, so come shop with us at Bell Jewelers. Some of the perfect Valentine's gifts are anything from a heart-set pair of earrings and necklaces to diamond solitaire earrings to even maybe a Valentine's Day proposal. The best way to say Happy Valentine's is through Bell Jewelers. 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots. Good morning. Still working this wreck out here on 24 Westbound. It's going to be Joby Jackson. It happened late last night. It looks like an 18-wheeler rear-ended another 18-wheeler that was parked. And again, it's a mess. they got a mess to clean up for a while here on 24 Westbound at Joby Jackson. You can get her up through there if people would stop staring and rubbernecking. Again, that's why it's slower than normal coming through that part of Rutherford County. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken, 5814 Nolensville Pie. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. A few spotty rain showers here this afternoon with mostly cloudy skies, a high in the mid-50s. Winds out of the northwest between 5 and 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 41. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. The Action Line, Rutherford Issues, The Morning News, Swap and Shop, The Crewman Show. We're keeping it local on WGNS AM, FM, online. We are back again. Murfreesboro City Council member Kurt Wade is with us this morning. We only have a few minutes left, so if you have a question, better ask it fast. <laughs> and you've already gotten an answer uh, from... The city officials on uh, on the littering issue. Yeah, uh, we have a uh, city street department uh, that has a pickup crew that uh, picks up litter uh, for public streets, and that will ramp up um, at, at the spring as mowing season starts. And then also, I've got a number uh, for citizens can call for aggressive driving, mm-hmm. and uh, that number is six one five eight nine three. Three one one one, and that's to report uh, aggressive driving to our police department. Okay, uh, you think it's three one 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 and not one three one one? No, six one five eight nine three one three one 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 three one one. Okay. Yes. Okay, dokie. Six one five eight nine three one three one one. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Kurt Wade. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you on? Doing fine. I have a question for him. Okay. Why is every, all these apartments going up on high rent for people that's already in them? Because they are t- taking Section 8. I live in an apartment. They went up on my rent $100 when they started taking Section 8. That should, that's not right. It, everybody wants to get the government money. 
And are these apartments they're building, are they going to be based on people's income or going to be eight and $900 rent? Well, that's interesting. And what I'll hang up and listen because every apartment in Muffetsburg based on Section 8, your rent is sky high, and people's on disability, that, I mean, um, on a fixed income cannot afford these apartments, so it ought to be a stop put to that. And I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Uh, those apartments, I can't, I can't speak for an apartment uh, that she was living in because if they're not owned by Murfreesboro Housing Authority, that's totally different. Uh, but I can speak for the uh, Murfreesboro Housing Authority. Uh, it will be based on your um, finances, on how and who gets into those um uh, apartments for Murfreesboro Housing Authority. Okay, so all of these are owned by Murfreesboro Housing. Yes. Now, if it's a a, a private company, we we don't control that. Okay. Yes. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Kurt Wade. Good morning. Uh, I tuned in your show just a little bit late, and I missed the beginning of the information regarding the Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Street naming, and uh, I was calling because of when I heard it, I'm very excited about it because my brother, uh, my twin brother, his name is Tommy Vaughn. Kirk, uh, have you heard of his name? Yes, I, I mentioned him on the radio today. Oh, okay. I'm so excited and I'm so thankful that this is coming to pass because that was kind of like one of the last things he talked about before he passed last year. And so I am truly excited. And his family and his daughters, he made them promise that they were going <laughs> to see that this is done and so I just want to thank you for uh, the work uh, that you and the others have put into this and uh, say we're looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Uh, Let's we in the final few minutes of our program uh, there are quite a few projects that the city of Murfreesboro is working on. Uh, Can you sort of update us on some of those? Yep, I'll give you a brief uh, overview. Uh, Brinkley Road Bridge Improvement to Blaze Drive will be bid out this summer as well. Uh, We've got the new Rover Transit Facility, the Bridge uh, Bridge Avenue at New Salem at 99. We purchased that property and expect to open that up in about two years. Now, where where is that property? That Uh, is is over there off of Bridge Avenue at 99. Is it it where a warehouse is now, or is it where the uh, Jones Cabinet Company is? Close to Jones Cabinet. Over there, it replaces uh, over there near the Burden Street. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that'll be a, the the hub where the buses That's will go in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then we're going to have uh, rest Relaford to uh, Warrior Drive Bridge over I twenty four near Riverdale under and planning and des- planning and the design of that. Uh, we've got the bridge project at River Rock uh, Boulevard to uh, Warrior Drive um, over Stones River to open within the three to three and a half years. Do you think that'll be the first bridge project that we... I think that that would be the first bridge project. Okay. And that would be huge because that'll alleviate some of that traffic off oh, of Case yeah. and Lane. And so we're, we're looking forward to that opportunity. Comes by the sheriff's office and does it take the traffic onto the Salem Highway or where does it yeah, take it? Yeah, it takes it back out towards uh, 99 and uh, yeah. Salem. Yes. Okay. Um, and then um, we've got the uh, Brady Pike. Uh, we're required to right away on that, starting construction on that in summer 20, 
22. And then we got the Cherry, La- Cherry Lane phase two of three. We'd cry the right of the way of that, and two years before the start of that project. Uh, you got New Salem 99 Phase 2 from I-24 to the Old Fort Parkway. Mm-hmm. We're going to be bidding out um, this summer. You're co- getting a lot of messages on your phone. <laughs> I know, <laughs> and complete in 30 days. Um, we've got the Warrior Drive improvement at New Salem at 99, adding turning lanes to Warrior Drive. That should be completed uh, this summer. Uh, we also have New Salem 99 I-24 to Cason Lane to complete it this summer. Rucker Lane, uh, Phase 1 Veterans to Mirrorwood to be bid out uh, uh, this summer as well. So we've, we've got some uh, things on the, um, on the horizon right now. We look forward to the opportunity of making our city better and just making, uh, making our city truly uh, walkable, livable, and, and Murfreesboro the place to live. Now, are any of these messages you're getting, because everybody can hear the phone, uh, it's going wild, uh, are any of them uh, answers from the city officials about these issues? Because uh, we're about out of time, and uh, I don't want to miss it. No, I think we, we, we got the one about litter, and I think we got one about the police department. But the other one is uh, Costco. Costco is under construction and expect to open this summer. All right. This summer? <laughs> yes. Man, when they get going, they get going, don't they? They're, they they put the hammer in the ground, and they're ready to roll. <laughs> Kurt, we do thank you for joining us today and uh, sharing all the exciting news that's happening here in the heart of Tennessee. Thank Kurt you for Wade, having me. Our guest this morning, stay with us. Truman is next right here on your good neighbor station, WGNS Murfreesboro.